0: Daddy, I just found out I'm dying. I have Bulgaria. The doctor says it's Terminus. <laughs> uh, married with children was racy. It was sexist. It was a lot of things. But mostly, it was funny. It's a little quote from Katie Seagal. first one was from Kelly Bundy, of course, from Married with Children. Hello and welcome to episode 229 of Under the Call of MS. I am alive. (laughs) I have been gone for a while. Uh, Not for anything major for me, but our internet just all of a sudden went out last, what, last Monday, last Tuesday, something like that. What do you know, but it's been like a week. And the only thing I missed was doing my podcast. And so the other than that, I didn't really give a shit. <laughs> I didn't miss out on any of the stuff with the internet. Other than TV sucked. And all we had is our, ante- our few antenna channels that we could get in. And half the time, they're crackling in and out and cutting in and out. Yeah, it's not having Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff to fall back on and watch things on. It just got a little boring, but I got a ton of comics read, so I got a ton of podcasting to do. So I will probably have episodes coming out every day for a while. Uh, got to get caught up on all that, but I'm not going to worry about the comics today because I have enough other crap to talk about. Kind of like yesterday when I got on the internet, we got it back on about eh, 5.30 or so. We realized we finally had it back. I spent the neighbor. I had a scheduled appointment for Friday of this week. They are going to come out and look at my internet. The neighbor got scheduled for yesterday. So, of course, they sit there and say, well, we'll show up sometime between 1 and 5. (laughs) <laughs> they can't call you and let you know or anything like that it's got to give you that five hour four hour time zone whatever and so I told him no problem I will keep him because he works early in the morning till late at night so he's never around during those hours so I said I'll do some work out in the garage and just keep an eye on it and when I see him show up I can let him in the house and We can sit there and maybe get at least his internet figured out, and hopefully they'll work on mine, too, since I'm right next door. But they never showed, of course. I wasted, and I sat out there from noon till 5.30 and never seen a truck come. Then I realized there was a message from the neighbor about 4 o'clock that they got a text saying that the service guy was on his way to their house, but he wasn't. He was doing it all in the main shop, but these people don't know what the hell's going on. It's like we'd call them up and tell them that the neighbor next door is out of it, out of internet too. And there's a bunch of other people around town without internet that are Frontier customers and the Frontier serviceman on the line just sits there and tells me and my neighbor uh, no they're not out there's nothing wrong in the area it's like obviously there was because we've been out for over a week and then when he talked to the service guy the guy's like yeah we had a major outage with the construction in town and all that stuff and they're trying to get everybody back online but they can only do one person at a time So, but when they got his going, for some reason, mine was going. So I'm taking advantage of it. Get as much stuff done as possible while I still have it in case I lose it again. We do have another good-sized storm rolling through tonight around 5 o'clock. So we've had multiple tornadoes around the area in the past couple weeks. So we got to watch out for things like that. Knowing our luck we will have something else happen. It's like the other, just a couple of days ago, was, well, actually, I think it was Sunday. We had, Ma had her old white hairs, the old ladies, uh, card game at our house. And while I was getting them prepped for their dinner time, munchies, all of a sudden we had a, huge explosion outside the house and lightning and stuff and it wiped out the power and here the transformer right outside our right outside our front of our house uh blew because just down the road a big tree went down it took out some power lines and then blew the transformers in each direction so they had to get that fixed that took a a good few hours to get that going, but there was quite a few, I'd say like 90,000 people without power that day. And then last yesterday's storm wiped out a, like 120,000 people with power. And tonight, I'm sure we'll do some more damage. It's like all the trees are kind of weak from the, we had up to, I think, our area got around like 50 mile an hour winds tops. And then south of us, it got more up to 70 mile an hour winds, 80 mile, miles an hour around there. So they had a bunch of trees down in, in like the cities and stuff, but it makes no sense because all these trees are like 20 to 30 foot tall trees, just big old monster trees. And they're, on the sides of sidewalks and they're of course they're gonna get knocked over by a wind they're heavy as hell and they only got about a foot of roots that they're <laughs> that they show when they're tipped over so yeah they're gonna fall it's so stupid that they plant trees next to sidewalks it makes no damn sense why wouldn't you put nice little bushes that you could carve that could there and trim up and make nice little designs or make it look nice and Instead, they plant these big-ass trees. It's like, what do you expect? These roots got to go somewhere. So if they can't go anywhere, then these trees, trees have nothing grounding them into the ground. So they're not going to be able to withstand those high winds. But, but yeah, so there's a lot of cleanup today. And then we'll have another one tonight. And then hopefully we'll be done with the storm run for a while because it's been a rare one. They usually don't have these. Storms day after day in the same areas, same size storms and stuff, so this is an interesting little front that came through, but that's over with, but the reason I did a little Kelly quote is when I got on the internet yesterday uh sadly, we've seen that Christina Applegate uh found out a few months ago that she has that multiple sclerosis. So, the monster's after Kelly Bundy. The little bastard needs to leave his hands off her. She don't deserve this. She's done a lot for us. She's done lots of wonderful things over the years. And starting out with Married with Children and all her wonderful movies that she's been in over the years. Uh, yeah. The classic Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. And that was just a wonderful early film of hers. And then, of course, her big stint in Anchorman. How well that went. And just, just been so many, so many wonderful things. But over the years, it gave us tons of entertainment. And of course, now she has to go through this hell. Hopefully she can maintain the monster and not have to deal with too many uh, downfalls from it. And hopefully, I mean, she has, has that Hollywood fame and stuff. So hopefully she'll get a chance to try something like stem cells or something to help her not have to progress as much and suffer as much with all the crap that comes with the wonderful monster. But yeah, it's over the years she's dealt with other crap too because if you know anything about her past, she did have... I don't know, it's like 10 plus years ago or so. She was diagnosed with breast breast cancer and had to have a bilateral mastectomy. So she's already gone through that crap, and now she has to put up with this. But uh, sucks. But welcome to the group. And it's... All us good people apparently deserve this, so (laughs) we're all putting this group together and we get to fight it together, so hopefully she can find ways to deal with it and ways to make it as least annoying and painful as possible, so. so welcome to the group, Kelly. You're in a you're in a good club. A lot of great people don't deserve to go through this, and we're here for you. If you need any information? Talk to us. Or we'll help you with anything we can. We'll give you any type of information, ideas, whatever. Or you can just listen to Under call by MS and maybe learn something through there that could help you out down the road. But didn't have to deal with it, but it's great to have good people like you in our group. (laughs) So, welcome, Christina, and hope it goes as well as possible for you. Uh, But yeah, we started the Maven Cod two days ago. So... This is something Kelly should look into. I'm just, I got to keep calling her Kelly because and you know, she's a year younger than me and I grew up with married with children and it just yeah. It, that's how I see her the most. <laughs> i had many great years on that show. But uh hopefully she could maybe consider trying or at least get a Dr. Dale. Give her some information on stuff like Maven Claude. See if she's, uh, worthy of, (laughs) if she's at a good plateau for it or whatever. Um, Yeah, you can tell it's been a week since I've been podcasting, and so yeah, I gotta get back. I was starting to get so much better at doing this, and now my brain's just—it's off in another direction. It doesn't know what's going on. It's like, what's this? I don't remember doing this. But yeah, it's like hopefully she can get on a medication that's strong enough, like Mavenclad, and that might actually help her in the long run, help with some of her gait issues and pain issues, but. That's what I'm looking forward to. It's the closest thing I can see that's even near a stem cell type thing since it wipes out the TMB cells and then you'll regenerate new ones that hopefully won't attack your body. And that's where we have the chance of possible. It's not going to fix nothing. You're still going to have your disease progression that you reached or whatever i don't think anything's gonna change from that part of it but i have heard people that with the gait issues their walking problems and stuff uh, were less painful they weren't using as many assisted devices like that Uh, i'm hoping for myself that that will happen And I can maybe get a couple years of life the way I want to and get some things done that I'd really like to possibly do some things with the wife, get out and about. It's like, it still drives me nuts from when she brought up the fact that this is basically it. This is what our life has become and it's not going to ever, we're not going to ever be able to do the things we wanted to. Because of this fucking disease and what it took away from us, but yeah, it's, I'm hoping, get high hopes for this drug, but so far, started Monday. I was supposed to have an, a, an online uh, interview thing with my nurse while I took the medication. I had it all planned out. I was gonna. Work out perfectly around 11 o'clock. I do my, I got to do my stupid, my one pill that I got to take a half hour before any other things. Only a tiny sip of water, can't eat, drink, nothing with that. I take that and then a half hour, While well, I also, when I do that, I also throw in my pain patch. I got that out of the way because that just sits in my cheek. I have to worry about that being in my stomach with the pill. During that half hour period and then I take my morning pills and now I'm combining my two o'clock pills with my morning pills and I wiped out all my, I eliminated my fish oil, my krill oil, my potassium, uh, most of the magnesium. Uh, the flaxseed oil, a lot of the CBDs, the MCT oil, which I'm kind of backing off on because I noticed when I found out, I believe I mentioned it, that the one CBDs, honey and the CBD, regular CBDs, that was a milligram or whatever. uh. Full spectrum CBD oil that I take is the base oil that he uses for it is MCT oil. So I'm basically getting a tablespoon of oil, MCT oil with my morning CBD. So now I just dump those in my coffee and skip the MCT oil on top of it because I figured I was just getting too much because I kind of feel it in my system. I mean, between... The MCT oil, the CBD with the MCT oil in it, the flaxseed oil, the krill oil, the fish oil, the omega 3s, or the D3s, all that stuff. Just tons of oil in my stomach. (laughs) And plus, I cook with the olive oils and make the side dressings with the olive oil and all that stuff. So that, that can, it just got to the point where I felt like, my innards had way too much oil in them. <laughs> uh, bagged off all that stuff, and I'm just doing my regular medication. I'm doing 3,000 uh, 3, IUs of vitamin D3, and I'm doing my B12 pill in the morning. Other than that, I dropped everything. All I did also keep one 400 milligram magnesium. At bedtime, just to help with the spasticity issues, but it doesn't really do much shit anyway. So I I might eliminate it the second week, but and just go with the baclofen for now. And I amped that up, I'm going up to four on that a night, and I'm going to probably throw two in during the day also because spasticity issues have been amping up during the day because all this damn humidity and doing a little bit of. Yard stuff and stuff around the house in this humid atmosphere, but yeah, I I did that. Started up the Maven Club Monday. The nurse we just ended up doing a phone phone call and went over everything, and then we're gonna definitely do the video video call on the second month, week one, when I start the second week of. The second week run on five days of pills, Mavenclad pills. Um, then we'll do the video for that and talk about everything, how it all went. But it's cool because there's other people that started up on Monday too on my Mavenclad site, so we're talking. We're going to keep an eye on each other and see how each one of us feels. And that way we can compare about it. And I'm going to be talking to them. Later today about a bunch of stuff since I haven't been on the internet and I just seen him last night and mentioned a couple of things to him on Facebook and then I'll sit there and figured I'd get into it more today with the and go over things but I do plan on spending a good chunk of my day today just doing a lot of my little mini podcast episodes to get my uh, previews items and stuff like that comic book related items do those a bunch of those podcasts and <clears throat> excuse me and uh haven't talked in a while so my throat's having a rough time keeping going so i don't know how many mini podcasts i'll be able to do this afternoon but but yeah i figure get a bunch of those done and then the rest of the week since i'm hiding out and not going out in public for two weeks because of my TMB cells being wiped out, and I can easily get sick being around anybody else that's sick, so I'm not, and I might have to go out. Yeah, I definitely have to go out tomorrow, no matter what. I'm going to have to pick up the things because they're having a family get-together this Saturday, and everybody's got to bring a dish, and I'm not going, but Mom will be going, and I told her I'd make my broccoli cauliflower salad. It's awesome. Very simple. And you throw together, and I'm going to do a double batch, but a regular batch is like cups of broccoli flour. I say it's a, whatever mix you want to do a broccoli and cauliflower, just chop it up and nice edible bites. Um, uh, I love broccoli flour if you can get it, it's broccoli and cauliflower combined in one plant, but if you can't. I just basically do 50% broccoli, 50% cauliflower. And then I throw in, I don't have the exact measurements right now, but it's like a few tablespoons of red wine vinegar. This is, I don't throw it into the stuff. This is a separate, you mix this separately, but it's got like one and a half cups mayo. I think like a half a cup or a cup of sugar, uh, three tablespoons of, uh, red wine vinegar, uh, some crumbled bacon, or you can get the little packs of the pre-cooked bacon all chopped up and crumbled up for you. I wouldn't use bacon bits. I've done it before, and it works, but it's better getting that crumbled bacon. It gives a, not such a harsh hard feel. You got enough hard stuff in there with the cauliflower and broccoli. Some people put diced red onion in there. I don't because it stinks it up after day one. It tastes all right the first day, but then it stinks it up. Then uh, some shredded cheddar cheese. I just get the pre-shredded packs. A nice thick cheddar is good, and you want a sharp cheddar. You don't want the soft stuff, and it works too, but it's better if it's a sharper cheddar. But yeah, I think that's all that I put in it. And then just mix the sauce, dump it over top of the cauliflower, cheddar, and bacon. So mix it all together. let it sit in the fridge for a while, shake it up, mix it up a couple times throughout the day. And it's always best the second day. So I always make it a day ahead of time. And yeah, it's, I'm sure I mentioned that recipe before, but, but yeah, that's always a great one for, like, a get-together. Something simple to throw together. It's not going to break down easily in the heat and stuff. And it's always good for a few days after, so. You can go that route if you want for a get-together. But, but yeah, I'm going to probably have to go to the store just to get the cauliflower and broccoli and, I have pretty much everything else, get some, I would get some fresh shredded cheddar and just have everything nice and fresh for him, making bits, so when I do that, I'll just run one of the stores and basically wear a mask and get in there and get the hell out as quick as I can and Get it over with and then make that up so she can take it to the family get together. It's, well, it's not a get together, family get together. It's basically a funeral for my two uncles that passed over to COVID times. That we couldn't have a normal funeral for the whole family. And it's like mom's one of like, what is it, 12, 13 kids in her family. So there's a lot of relatives. But yeah, it's uh, a lot of people got to do that because they couldn't get together for funerals during the COVID crap. So they're just making up for it now. And of course, as they're getting ready to do it, a whole new strain of COVID, lots more outbreaks again. The whole world's getting ready to shut down again. It's going to be another annoying ass, crappy winter. But. Who knows? Everybody had to get vaccinated. Everybody had to wear masks. And that 70% of the people did. And yet the numbers are still up there. It's like, okay. So no one's saying whether or not the masks and the vaccines did anything. Because I know people that were vaccinated that have got the new variant. So I don't know. It's just. All they're doing now is arguing over who, she, whether or not to mask up kids at school, whether or not people should get the vaccine, and if their places are allowing people in without a vaccination card, and you know they got the summer fest events going on and state fair parks going on right now and all the concerts and they're making you. Yeah. Show up with proof that you've been vaccinated or at least got tested within 72 hours before you come into the place. It's like, again, with the testing, 72 hours that don't mean shit because you can come into contact after your test and then you're a carrier. So, what the hell's the difference if you come with proof that you got tested 72 hours ago or you just show up and see what happens? It's like if they're People are going to get together. They want to get together. They know what the risks are. It's like, just be done with it. And if society is getting to the point where you're so worried about everything, just make people that don't want to get vaccinated, just make it real simple. You sign a form. If you get sick, your insurance won't cover as much as it would if you're vaccinated. And it's simple enough. And uh, done and over with. And then they can make up their own decision. That if they get sick, they end up on a ventilator, send them a few hundred thousand dollars in doctor bills for it. Be done with it. And don't make their insurance pay for it. Insurance companies could very simply say, if you're not going to get vaccinated, then fine. We're only giving you 20% coverage for anything. That's COVID-related. And what I'm hearing is hospitals are getting like a $40,000 kickback for every COVID-related death or incident or something like that. I heard the other day. I don't know. I don't know what's true and what's not. But I am running out of time with this first segment already. So I am going to have to stop this right now. And then I'll. Be right back with another segment. So don't go away. I miss talking to y'all. <laughs> and it's actually a good thing that I took some time off because I see I picked up a couple more countries while I was gone. So that was interesting. So, But yeah, we will get back to you right after this. Christina... Applegate wrote on um, her Twitter, I assume this is from. Hi, friends. A few months ago, I was diagnosed with MS. It's been a strange journey, but I have been so supported by people that I know who also have this condition. It's been a tough road, but as we all know, the road keeps going, unless some asshole blocks it. <laughs> And that asshole is the monster called MS. I was looking over some stuff that she's was talking about since her diagnosis and things that she has heard and went through. It's like one of her friends that has MS says, we wake up and take the indicated action. And that's what she does. So now she asks for privacy as she goes through this thing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's like, yeah. I know on the Oprah Winfrey show, she said, I cry at least once a day about it because it's hard to overlook it. When you're standing there in the mirror, when you look down, first thing you see. So you're reminded constantly of this thing, this cancer thing that you had. That was back when she had cancer, 2008 on Oprah Winfrey show. And now, Christina, you got a new thing that you get to look down and think about. It's like I've said in the past. There have been mornings where I sat on or in the middle of the night having to get up and go to the bathroom, sitting on the edge of the bed, frustrated, starting to cry a little, tear up a little, because you know you got to stand up, how much pain it's going to be. You got to walk to that staircase, got to get on my hands and knees, crawl up those freaking stairs, go to the bathroom. Crawl down the stairs. Hopefully make it to the bathroom <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, climb down the stairs, sit back in the bed, and then hour or two hours or whatever later, get up again. With the wonderful bladder control issues. Do it all over again. Same pains, same trouble doing it. And yeah. Uh Lots of moments that this disease can make you break down. Have those moments where you just wonder why, what the hell is going on, what can I do to stop it? I've spent moments in my car, moments on my bed, moments in a chair, moments out in the woods, wherever, just breaking down. So frustrated, but yeah, it can destroy life. And yeah, I know you got to do what you can to make it through. it. And I hope she gets through it the best as possible. Like everybody that's dealing with it. Kick that monster right in the nuts. Knee him in the face. Step on his head when you're walking over him. And leave them in the dust. But that prick just keeps popping up. Ruining our lives as much as possible. But, but yeah, I keep going back to that I But it. It's just... Hopefully she gets the help she needs. And hopefully she doesn't turn into things like other people who frustrated me and made... The disease looking like it's not much of anything to deal with, and then a few years later they have a major issue, and then yeah, they get all silent. You don't hear shit. It's like you should be speaking out while you're in pain. You should be speaking out on ways to help others going through the pain, and don't please don't be one of those people that comes out and says, well. If you take this and do your diet this way and do this thing, you're going to be cured. <laughs> it's like there's no fucking cure. So just, it's a snowflake disease. Everybody's different, but don't, please don't. Jack and <laughs> us. Uh, I like the guy, but damn it. Uh, the way people represent certain things. At least, like, Montel. Kept going, kept the show going as long as he could. He was straightforward. Every commercial, he'd go in the back room and start crying, break down, because his pain he was dealing with. It's say, like, But, yeah. Talk about ways to help us. Ways it. You've done, help yourself. And... Don't make the disease sound lesser than it is. But good luck. <laughs> I'm trying to stick with other things here. Uh, let's see, what else do we do? Yeah, we were talking about the Ma- Maven Cloud, and of course, my brain went off into a hundred different other directions. Uh, I don't know if I finished it off, but yeah, the nurse contacted me on Monday. We talked about it. I took the pills at 1130. Felt kind of wonky. After it, laid down in bed for a couple hours and just wrote it out. Kind of got a little nauseous feeling and stuff, but I didn't get the headache, severe headaches or anything like that so far. I'm did day two was yesterday. First two days. Went pretty good, other than feeling a little wonky, and then I just laid down and rode that up, rode those moments out. Uh, I stupidly sat in that garage waiting for that freaking internet guy to show up. 90 degree weather, human as hell, but luckily we ended up with a cooler breeze coming through before the storm, so I set a table outside and chair and just did a bunch of cardboard cutting and stuff like that that I had to do and just did some things that I could out there and that that was easier to last a couple hours but the first couple hours in that humidity was not good but I did get some things done around the garage trying to get our stuff moved and organized I'll put the one side of the garage before winter time comes because it's coming fast even though it is 90s right now and it's like it's already freaking middle of August it's like (laughs) uh, winter's only a few months away sadly but November's also close by so hopefully I'll have teeth by then I don't know what's going on with that but we're having lots of issues with that, too. It's just not going well. It's like Central air is kicking in, and this thing runs all day long with this going. But in the other episodes that I listened to, I wasn't hearing it, so hopefully it won't be bothersome today. But, yeah, so the Maven Cloud journey's going all right. I'm um, coming up on, uh, it's almost 10 a.m., I take my third day pills here in about an hour and a half. See how it goes. I'll just keep doing my little mini segments. Today to get those banked. I can add those onto other podcasts down the road. And I'll do those until see if I get nauseous again. If I do, then I'll just curl up in the bed for a couple hours. Try and ride it out. I did get a little pukey feeling yesterday but I think that was a combination of my other pill and this. That was a fun thing, too. My one, one of my other pills basically got doubled. I think it was last week. And they said double up with the two 7-milligrams pills until I use them up, and then I can go to the 14-milligram pill. But having two of them in my stomach because they're a pill that sticks to your stomach liner. And I think having two of them absorbing at the same time was way faster than it would absorb if it was just one 14 milligram pill. So I sat there and stopped it because I felt slightly nauseous the first day, severely nauseous the second day a little pukey feeling and then the third day i spent puking my guts out the whole freaking day so that was no fun so i went i didn't have internet so i couldn't message my nurse so i went to the doctor's office and said i just want to leave a message for a nurse while well, the nurse wasn't in that day and my doctor's like well i'll see him tomorrow if if he can come in, so I came in the next day to see her, but I told her that what happened, and she's like, well, I'm just canceling your appointment. You don't need to be here. You just basically wanted to let me know this. They should have sat there and (laughs) observed that and done that for me, just wrote down what I wanted to tell her since I couldn't do it by Internet. Because I tried. I I went and sat in a McDonald's parking lot. I went to a hotel parking lot. I went to different places and tried to just use my internet because I thought there was free internet around those places. But apparently those internet lines were all locked and you have to have some code to get into them. So I couldn't use free internet because I was going to do a podcast right from my car and do all that shit. So that didn't work out for me either, of course. But So... Since I couldn't do that, I just did that. Went in, she sat there and canceled my appointment. We just quickly talked about things. I mean, my way. But, yeah, she said that she's on the same medication. And someone else that's in the doctor's office also started that medication. And both of them were dealing with the queasy, pukey feeling. But they didn't puke all day like I did, so... But yeah, I got about six days left of that, seven, and then I'll be bumping up to the fourteen next week, and it could be interesting. I have a feeling I might spend most of the week throwing up, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, I forgot what I was talking about again, and went off <laughs> into another direction. But but yeah, the Maven Cloud is so far so good. We'll see what happens with the rest of it. Uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens once these cells are wiped out and start rebuilding themselves. We'll go from there. I had, I was planning on starting the sugar flush with the first day of Maven Claude, But it's just nothing worked out with the internet. Nothing worked out household-wise. Uh, i trying to get everything to bunch of stuff from the store and get ahead of the game for the next two weeks. I wouldn't have to go out, but that didn't work out good. And just nothing's going in my favor. I figure I'll do what I can. And it'd be nice to have one of the food companies with the food delivery services jump on and be a sponsor for me. So I could get some free Free meals from them to try out, but uh, we're still waiting on some sponsors. Hopefully, soon. And uh, we did just pick up, I believe, we now have listeners in South Africa and Iran. So that was a nice little boost. And we got people all over the countries and world that are listening apparently so eventually if i can get enough likes and stuff from everybody and they notice that i got people that like podcasts and are following it and maybe i can pick up a, a couple sponsors and get some cool things and for myself to try out it's like yeah i get them for free because i'm doing the sponsorship i'm doing all the work i should get a little something i mean i'm what 200 and almost 230 episodes in on this thing and <laughs> it's a lot of hours every week that i'm spending doing this podcast so it wouldn't hurt to have a little something to kick back but, <laughs> but yeah i can th- i know I, I got a few sponsors in mind that i'd really like to get in that I think would be good products for uh, my listeners. So hopefully I'm going to do some sense of feelers out in the next couple weeks and see if I can't get them to get at least one or two to back me. But see what happens. But what else do we do? So I was saying how, how hard and bummed out I was when the wife mentioned about our life being a complete crap hole and not be able to do anything we want to do but one thing i did for the first time in probably over 25 years i think because we were trying to figure out the last one i went and seen but the only one i could think of actually came out like 10 years earlier than i've seen it so <laughs> i don't know if i did see him another movie since then or not, but the last one I could think of was when I went to a drive-in back in Montana drive-in theater and they had two shows on it and I thought it was backdraft and I want to say like blow up or blowing or it was one where some firebug was putting bombs all over the place. Can't think of the name of it. I believe that uh, brains going the one actor that redheaded actor that died not long ago at a young age uh, Simon uh, blowing away. I think is pretty sure that's what the movie was called. I'm going to look it up quick. See if I can. See if I can get it to come up. No, this is. These one. This one that's coming up, ain't it? I don't know. Actually, it would have been. Probably mid-90s. No, that wouldn't be it either because that was the one with Jeff Bridges, Tommy Lee Jones, Lloyd Bridges. Yeah, that that wasn't the right one. I don't know. I'm not going to try and figure it out. But anyways, we went to a movie. We went to go see Suicide Squad number two. And we know how I've been dealing with a bunch of complete, and utter shitty movies that I was disappointed in. While this one, the wife's like, yeah, I'd go to that because we had a friend that rented out a theater and invited us. And it's like, yeah, I'd love to go. I haven't been to a movie in 25 years, so I'm like, I'll see what's up. I'm supposed to start my medication the week before that, so it wasn't going to work out. But then I thought about it. I'm like, screw it. Me and the wife actually go out and do something for once. And I'll sit there and just push my medication to that following Monday to start that all out. And that worked out good. Went to see the movie. And holy shit, it's a whole new world. Anyway, <laughs> we go, in to the theater and the parking lot's trashed. There's milk duds all over where I parked. I'm sitting there stepping on milk duds. Like, really? Come on. It's COVID times. You should have lots of extra time to clean up the parking lot and stuff like that. Uh, Go in and you got a huge counter. They're serving pizza. They got beer. They got all kinds of things nowadays that you can get it's a whole different experience with that. Got ourselves a couple munchies and went, talked to the person that set up the theater, found out which one we were going to be in, and went and sat waiting over there for that. And not a single person ever asked us for a movie ticket or anything. So I don't know if every theater is rented out independently by people. because it's uh, I believe it had 10 theaters in that that building but uh yeah it's like no one asked about a ticket or anything like that so that was kind of weird i'm i'm used to the old school where you buy the ticket you gotta walk in the door you gotta go right through a ticket line before you even get off to the munchie area and the theater area and the bathroom area you go through there you gotta get your ticket right out the bat and then get your munchies then you go up to the ticket guy and he rips your ticket you go in but Nothing like that anymore. They just, we just walked in. No one ever checked tickets once you were in or anything like that. It's like we could have just walked into any one of the theaters, I assume. I don't know how that works. But it might might be a thing where they just rent them out by theaters now at the moment and you couldn't go in and just sit down and watch a movie. I don't know. I didn't pay that close of attention. But, you get in there, finally, and, and the floor was a nightmare, of course. You're out, you are used to always walk in, and you basically instantly stick to the floor. But this one was very slippery. <laughs> I was waiting for myself to nervous volume and standing up out of the seat, because I figured for sure I, with my spasticity and gait issues, I'd definitely biff it. No, I made it through it. Uh... They have only like, well, this one I think had 52 seats. I think the other theaters, a lot of them were like 30 seaters, but they have huge recliners and comfortable recliners. You can actually kick your legs up and not touch the person in front of in front of you. They can recline and, and they're deaf. They're out of your area. There's no hassles with them reclining back or anything like that. And that was awesome. The recliners push together easier. So you're not dealing with a recliner like I have at home where I got to push it down somewhat, stand up, and kick it a dozen times before it finally locks in. But these were huge, very comfortable chairs. Awesome. Uh, Plenty of arm room, all that shit. Uh, We were in a row of Six seat row with uh, three other people we knew. It was awesome. Very comfortable experience. And then we watched the movie. Thankfully, within the first, oh, first five minutes, five, ten minutes, thankfully, John Cena makes an appearance and instantly gets blown into pieces. I mean, they shoot him in the dick. They shoot him in the head. They blow his head off his shoulders. They just totally destroyed John Cena. It was awesome. Not. (laughs) As much as I wish it would have happened, it didn't. But, yeah. This was way ten times better than the original Suicide Squad movie, which I, I... I liked, I was happy to see it when it came out. It was one that I was probably most excited for other than Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool. But sadly, the first Suicide Squad did not live up to what my expectations were. It spent too much time, it should have been just basically a Harley Joker story. It's like why they even had her bring the Joker into the Suicide Squad story is beyond me. It's like the Harley stories I love the most are the ones where she is away from the Joker. And if they would have eliminated that part of the first Suicide Squad, it would have been way better, in my opinion. But it's still an okay movie, but yeah. Joker is. Ruined it for me. Even Will Smith. Kind of annoyed me. But I can deal with him more than the Joker in that one. But Suicide Squad 2. So many fun characters. So many fun characters we don't get to see long enough. I would have liked to have seen more scenes with some of these characters. King Shark was awesome, as I expected. Uh, You don't even notice that it's Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) He did that perfectly. He does a great job. I I don't give a shit how much people razz Sly Stallone, but No matter what, him and Frank, his brother, they do their job. They put out good work in the long run. And, yeah, look at Sly, and he's held up pretty well over the years. And now he's done a wonderful job with Judge Dredd, in my opinion. I liked his Judge Dredd. I liked that he appeared in with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing I just I love that he's doing King Shark. It's just, yeah, it was fun. Uh, now we just need Arnold Schwarzenegger to do, like, King Killer Croc or something like that. Or <laughs> get the two together in a movie down the road, I'm sure. But, yeah, this, I don't want to ruin anything with this movie because I feel everybody should see it. It's not out of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's not a lot of other things that we've seen recently. This was, I mean, it's, it's got and uh, It's of course got a huge negative because of John Cena. <laughs> but in all, John Cena did is. He was very watchable <laughs> through most of it, but he's still annoying as hell to me. But yeah, I loved it. Go out and see it. Uh, James Gunn did an awesome job. It's what we needed with the Suicide Squad's first movie, should have been just focusing on a big, fun group of characters just destroying as much stuff as possible and throwing as much weird stuff as you can think of into the movie along with it. There is issues with birds in this movie. (laughs) People got bird problems, apparently. But, yeah. Definitely check out Suicide Squad. It's worth it. I... I'm definitely going to go, I told the wife, anytime she wants to go to a movie, I'll gladly come to that theater again. I... I'm looking forward to going to another one as soon as possible. I know we just did see the... I finally seen the preview for Shang-Chi coming out this fall. Or pretty soon here, I can't... I ain't don't remember what release date was or anything like that. I didn't pay attention to that. I just caught the preview and I and it looks like it's gonna it could possibly be a little crappier than expected but um, I gotta, well I don't have high hopes for it because I was very very bummed with what the way they ho- went with the whole Iron Fist route With the TV series. It was okay. But yeah. They didn't. I didn't like the way they did it. That could have been a lot better. I think they need to. They need to get away from the whole seriousness. It's like when you're doing these. I think I might have said. Video game movies a bunch of times. I I mean comic book movies. I don't know if I did or not. When you're going to comic book movie route. Just have fun with it. That's what we want. That's why we read the comics. We want fun. It's like, don't worry about the serious sides of the shit. Just get into the fun, interesting, fighting, world-ending chaos that we love. But I'm running out of time with this segment again. I'm talking too damn much. I just can't shut up today. I'm going to do one more yet. I'll be right back in a bit. We find out you have personal license plates, you die. (laughs) Nom nom. (laughs) Hand. There's just so many good little quotes from Suicide Squad, too. So many fun characters. I mean, the weasel. What the hell is a weasel? This character is freaky! <laughs> and then you got Harley, you got King Shark, Polka Dot Man. I mean, this guy's awesome. I want to see more of this guy. He was so much fun. And just, yeah, just lots of great characters. And then, of course, you got the Peacemaker, John Cena. <laughs> Uh, he is a big bag of dicks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, definitely check that movie out. If you like anything, anything in the MCU, anything Marvel related, comics related, whatever. Definitely check this movie out. I uh finally got internet back, so I'm gonna probably get Hobo Max since Suicide Squad's on Hobo Max and I'll probably get that for a month just so I can watch it a few, few more times since unlike Mortal Kombat which I got Hobo Max so I could watch it a dozen times or so I ended up only watching it i guess you could call it like one and a half times because I watched it once and then I tried to watch it a second time and I just I couldn't make it through it. just gave up. So that was a waste of time and money getting it for that because there wasn't much else on there but I still do have to finish off uh, Doom Patrol which I really enjoyed and want to finish off. I just Kind of hard when you don't have a, a good good time or area or place, environment to actually watch these things. It's going to be hard to even watch my Suicide Squad, but I don't know. all else fails, I'll bring my laptop downstairs at night and, and Shelly goes to bed and I'll just play it in the background while I'm doing a bunch of stuff every night until it goes off off a of Hobo Max. Knowing my luck, once I get hobo, my axe will be gone. <laughs> but hopefully not. But. Uh, what else was I going to look into here? There's something I was going to look up. I totally forgot to check it out. And as far as the rest of the world's going on, I know we got. Government's trying to do another infrastructure bill thing going through. They want like a hundred and ten billions for roads, bridges, and major projects. It's like we got construction in every direction out of our town. Our town, the whole main street's being ripped up and re, repiped. Instead of doing one side and working our way up it, they got every part of our town totally ripped up, destroyed. All the businesses are dying. They can't get People to them like they used to. Uh, my wife came home two days ago. If you go north out of town towards Fonlac, Eden area, it's ripped up all the way to Eden, which is a good 15 miles or so. So you got no good direct way out of town to the north. Out of town to the west, you got a good chunk of the road ripped up which they worked on that worked on that road for the last two years obviously not smart enough to finish that road off let's just save half of it to rip up during this shit so people can't leave the town to the west east side eh, you can't exit town but you can get out there by taking a bunch of back roads and then south of town We got another big town south of us that's being ripped up, and they got their highway completely screwed up. And that's where I went to see the movie and get out of the movie in the pouring rain. You go to jump on the highway and forget that every southbound ramp is closed. So you got to go all the way around town to get to a road that you can get back onto the highway and get your ass back to your neighborhood. It's just a freaking nightmare. Instead of all these. If all these companies worked together and did these sections of road together and just completed them instead of partially ripping it up, going and working on something else, partially ripping that up, going and working on something else, and then coming back months later to work on the original one that they ripped up, it's a, it, there's no reason for it. There's no reasoning at all behind it. Even the piping, can. it would be easier for our town for them once a day for, I don't know, an hour or two to have it set up with the village that we're shutting the water off during this period every day. And you do it, fix that section of the piping, turn the water back on, next day do another section of the piping just keep going up the road instead of ripping every road up. And trying to schedule it where it's going to be one major clusterfuck and supposedly have it done by November. I doubt it. Not at the pace they're going. But, yeah, this makes no sense. And then you want $110 billion for more projects? Yeah, just what we want. More shit shows. I mean, it was easier in places when I'm like when I lived in Montana. and it. Half the roads are logging roads and gravel roads and all this shit. It's like easier just leaving it like that instead of this crap. I mean, all they're doing is our road is becoming a major highway now for all the freaking construction trucks to constantly go back and forth through so they can get to each side of town. And so our roads just getting totally destroyed. And I'm nervous as hell because my cat's out there all the time. And uh, it's just uh, pissing me off. They fucking don't use their brains in any of these basically political government, any of these sectors don't. They're full of a bunch of idiots that get too much goddamn money and they don't know what the hell they're doing and they make choices that make no sense and the people that are making these choices that are 900 years old, and they're still living back in their teenage years and think society's the same and can't think of for themselves, and they're shitting their pants as they walk, and, you know, I don't know. These old people need to be taken out of, out of all these positions, these governments, these city councils. All these people need to be revamped and redone and get some kids and stuff. People that have their heads out of their ass to start doing things for our society. It's like, what what do they say? Children are the future or whatever? Well, obviously not. They ain't doing shit. Anytime we tried to do stuff, we just ended up in jail for whatever we'd say or do. It don't mean shit unless you're part of the little sect. $73 for power and grid projects. I ain't. We don't need to sit there and run more power lines and more shit. We should be advancing culture and putting power lines in the ground so you don't have to deal with all these power outages and run a whole better structural layout for the power grid. And every house could have solar power by now. Whatever happened to the solar sidewalks and all these different little solar, solar and... Uh, garden rooftop things that they were going to do. Shit, I remember them talking about it back in the 80s and 90s, and none of it happened, but they kept pumping those oil resources out of the ground and sucking all the lubrication from our one planet that's spinning at a thousand miles an hour. I think we might need some of that lubrication left in the earth but let's just keep sucking it out and not going for wind and solar energy that we could easily set up and do we've proven that it works it's like let's get our heads out of our ass and be done with it ah you idiots 66 billion for passenger and freight rail yeah we got a thing called Amtrak asshole <laughs> it's like use it we got proven routes that work great. If anything, upgrade the trains. And you don't need to put all these new lines in. They got these special little rail systems that they want to put in that can get you from California to New York in a few hours. It's like, why? Just eliminate that stuff. We don't need to waste our time on that. Let's waste our energy on stuff that matters right now. And we got watered. Water levels rising everywhere and global warming issues and everything else. It's like, Let's worry about those things. But, no. Instead, the billionaires are wasting their time with their little metal dick rockets. <laughs> their rusty dicks going into space. $65 billion for bar- broadband. We were told we were going to have free internet by now we're told that this whole thing they sent up i can't remember how many but they had over half their satellites launched into space already for this whole mission to do this free broadband around the world still not out there now they want 65 billion more for it and then they're going to still charge customers for the shit so whatever 55 billion for water infrastructure We got enough issues with our waterways the way it is. I think we need to worry more about water levels rising than worrying about more water dams and structures like that, hydro dams and all that crap. I don't know. We'll find out. I have a feeling within the next five years, that they're going the wrong route for a lot of these things. $39.2 billion for public transit. So we got Ubers now everywhere. There's public everything. and If you live in a city, there's so many means of transportation now. Why do you have to advance the public transit? They spent billions on a stupid-ass train that drives around downtown Milwaukee, and nobody rides it. People paid extra on their taxes for it and all that stuff. Nobody's using it. So now what are they talking about? They're talking about upgrading it. And it's like you're going to upgrade something that's not being used already. <clears throat> it's just such a huge waste of money. Two, $25 billion for airports. Why? The airlines are down. There's not as many people in the airlines since COVID. All this shit's going on. A lot of the airlines are going into bankruptcy right now, and you want to sit there and put more money in the airports? Why 17 billion for ports and waterways? All those ports and waterways are going to be destroyed when the water level raises, you're going to have to restructure them then. So, why are you doing it now? $15 $15 billion for lower-emission buses and ferries. The ferries? Really? We got one that goes to an island that has, like, nothing on it. And it goes to a couple of the little islands up in the Door County area. They have a couple of buildings and stores that are open during the prime time. Other than that, these islands just sit. Nothing going on on them. We're going to spend more, time, more money on ferries that we don't use? It's <laughs> lower emission buses it's like we have electric vehicles coming out that's your lower emissions right there jackass we have electric semis on the roads right now and they're testing all these vehicles why don't we focus on that instead of lowering the emissions on the gas guzzling shit boxes you're using right now 11 billion for highway and pedestrian safety Highway and pedestrian safety, it's like dumbass. If you're going to walk into the road, if you're going to walk into a highway and get hit by a car, that's your fault. I mean, 7 billion people in the world, we need to get rid of a few. And if there's ones that are that dumb, they should be eliminated. Let them do it. Let them walk into the road. Let them get hit by a car. Don't cry over it. It was their fault. If it's a kid, parents should be put in jail. Because you should be watching your kids. So I said, what was it, an 11-year-old or whatever that was out at 11 o'clock at night and stuff happened. It's like, why would your 11-year-old be wandering the streets at 11 o'clock at night? It's like, if you're going to have a kid, you should have to take a course and learn how to have a kid and what to do with it. So if you're so stupid that you're going to have a kid, and not take care of it, don't come crying to us and expect us to sit there and do all these extra special things because your kid was too dumb or your kid's playing with guns or your kid's out killing someone else or drag racing the streets and you don't care until something happens to them. Then you put the blame on everybody else. Put the blame on yourself. Raise your damn kids if you're going to spit them out. I'm so sick of these people just putting out kid after kid after kid and or these people that sit there and get fifteen different women pregnant. It's like time for a change that way. Time to get rid, of, eliminate the stupidity in our culture. Let's see, forty-seven point two billion for resiliency, flood and wildlife mitigation, ecosystem restoration, weatherization, and cybersecurity. It's all about that security. And we're in the twenty first century. We've got cameras everywhere. We can't get a decent picture of a UFO. <clears throat> Excuse me. We can't catch any of these kids every night. Someone's getting a shot in our our towns. There's a a shooting well, at least one shooting death a night lately here. There's multiple ones in Chicago. All over the place. In these big cities. You got all these deaths going on. All these household cameras, these Doorbell cameras, all these different video things all over the place, roadside video cameras, but still can't get no, can't catch any of these people. They don't get any video footage or anything of them. It's like, really? I even seen one the other day. They have the car on video slowing down and shooting a the person. They have the whole shooting in video. You can't figure out whose car its is. It's got license plates on it. You got a camera. Yet they're still not catching these people. I don't know. So let's spend more money on <laughs> police and all that shit. Uh, $7.5 for electric vehicle infrastructure. This makes sense. But use that and eliminate the $39.2 for public transit. <laughs> it's like... The 15 billion for lower emission buses and ferries. Eliminate those and worry about the electric vehicle infrastructure. It's working. So let's do it. Let's get it going. 21 billion for addressing legacy pollution, reclaiming abandoned mines, and plugging orphan wells. I don't know what the hell that means. (laughs) <laughs> but reclaiming abandoned mines addressing legacy pollution I mean you're basically what that's saying is you're spending 21 billion dollars to talk about shit and that's the biggest problem the biggest problem is we have all these assholes in politics in our state in county structures that have these meetings with all these other jackasses that are all making, I don't know, I bet you they're all making at least seventy-five to 150000 a year on average, many more than that. And it's for what? For them to sit in a room and talk every week about shit that we don't get to hear about, we don't get to see. 21st century again, this should all be recorded all be released every meeting should be recorded and released to the public the public should get to vote on it by internet we should have internet everywhere by now and everybody should be able to vote on anything that comes up and we could do that right from our homes and everybody would have what's it called a fair vote uh vote that matters we grew up on the Structure that voting meant something, but yet now, when we're adults, we find out that okay, votes don't mean shit because what did they say? 20% they decided not to count, or cert- a certain percentage of votes weren't even allowed, and other votes weren't taken into consideration. It's like, so basically, our vote doesn't mean shit. So you're bitching ass, spending all this money trying to tell us to do this. Spending all this money on advertising about voting and shit. And then our vote don't mean shit in the long run. No matter what happens, you're going to structure it to make it go the way you want it. And we're going to live with it. And a bunch of us are going to be stupid enough to believe that our vote did something. And it doesn't. Not when votes get lost. Votes get double counted. And there's just so many so many stupid things going on with our, our. Well, at least with the United States. I don't know the other countries out there. You're listening to me, bitch, about stuff that pretty much pertains to us, uh, <laughs> to the U.S. I'm sure you all got your own problems, but I, I bet if I could talk to every one of you, that you're dealing with the same type of things with all your governments, your leaders. <laughs> Of supposed prosperity, the people that are supposed to supposedly help us in the long run—it's like I don't see a damn thing in here for the elderly, for the disabled, for all that those people. But yet they're talking about doing uh, some type of—I forget how many millions, billions of dollars—they want to do to help out people that can't afford to pay their rent. It's like number one. When these people were told they didn't have to pay rent, I guarantee you, 90% of them or so sat there and said, Hey, fuck it. I'm not going to pay my rent. They can't kick me out. They did that by choice. They could have still worked on paying their rent. They took their money and did whatever else they wanted to with it. I guarantee you, a lot of them did stuff that didn't have anything to do with survival or anything like that. It was a lot of frivolous crap why they're pinpointing just certain groups for certain things is beyond me. We should be in a world where everybody is equally treated, but we're never going to get there. Not with the people that we have running all these countries at the moment. And it's like, you're not looking at the little guy and people that are hurting. You're just looking at certain things that are being cried out about. It's, it's like, a lot of these people that have these rental things, a lot of them aren't big money, big business people. A lot of them are just locals, just regular pe- folk. They're sitting there trying to make a living, and they might have one or two houses that they rent out. It's like they still have mortgages to pay, and they're sitting there not getting rent for, God, it's been over a year now for some people. And you really think that's right? No, this rental shit should have been stopped a long time ago. Government should have just sat there and made a thing. They should have done what they were going to do. They were going to give everybody a certain amount of money every month. Fine. You can structure it very soundly and make it work with the whole system if they would sit down and do it right. But instead, they keep playing around with all these things and then helping out certain groups and not other groups. and It's like I'm sorry, Social security people and the elderly and stuff and they average maybe a seventy five cent dollar raise a year <laughs> a year that's supposed to be cost of living raise, and most of these people can't pay for their medications can't pick up the things they need I can't pay their normal bills it's like they're giving up certain healthy living expenses to pay for medications they can't afford or whatever. It's just... I don't know. I could give a list of things that could be redone in this world and no one will ever listen anyways or do anything about it. And they'll all go about it their own way. and As long as these dumbass fat cats are running in the world they're going to keep filling and line in their pockets, and we're never going to get anywhere with it anyways. But, yeah, I gotta quit. I, uh, this is a pretty long one today. I want to get this out. I'm happy to get a podcast out finally. I just... So good to see internet back so I can at least do this. The one thing that makes me happy. but yeah check out Suicide Squad it is definitely definitely a fun little romp I am looking forward to getting Hobo Max and checking it out again tonight probably but we will sit there and I don't even know what day it is Uh, being without internet and stuff let's see Today's August 11th Think it's a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, it's sad, i just. I've been out of the, out of the queue for a while, but yeah, it looks like it's Wednesday today, so it's, that's good. I was hoping it wasn't like Tuesday or Thursday, and I was didn't have my normal Tuesday and Thursday episodes. Cause that is the only thing I have. In my structure, that Tuesdays and Thursdays, I like to always do my little bit of comics, a little bit of MS. But and we got a lot of comics to go over, and a lot of them I ain't going to remember what I read. So they're going to probably be really shitty reviews. And after not having internet for a while and listening to my podcast for a while, I also try and restructure because I guess I do give a few too many spoilers on some of the things I. <laughs> read, but until my brain works, I I basically get out what I remember and what I enjoy from the things. Uh, Hopefully I'll remember most of them when I review them. Got a pretty good stack going there. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to being back into the swing of things and get our butts going to Get up to episode three hundred and beyond or getting there. So yeah. We will talk to you again very soon. Hopefully Kelly Bundy can kick the shit out of the monster, keep him at bay. Just like all of you should do yourself and be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. We'll talk to you hopefully soon. Definitely be back tomorrow. Unless for some reason my internet disappears again. Like I said, we have one more big storm front coming through this afternoon yet. So we'll see what that has to offer. Hopefully we won't lose too many trees or power or anything like that. Be good. We'll talk to you again soon.